Hey, I'm Christopher Schiefling, and this is Auscultation, a podcast in search of a humanities-based practice of healthcare. Thanks so much for joining. I've been inspired by all the skeletons that have been popping up around my neighborhood. So today, we're going to take a look at the Calavera Katrina, a cartoon by Jose Guadalupe Posada, who is known as the Mexican Goya for his prints that captured the news and popular sentiment of Mexico in the late 1800s and early 1900s. I'll start off with a description of the piece, but I'd encourage you to take a look for yourself, either in the description or in the show notes. A quick online search for Katrina Posada will also bring up the image. The picture is a black-on-white portrait of a skeleton from the mid-sternum up, wearing an elaborate sun hat. The headpiece is the crowning feature of the image with its wide brim that is almost three times the circumference of the skull and rimmed with an overhanging lace. It is topped with flowers and two large feathers that fan outwards. The hat itself is dark with a simple bowl shape and the ornaments are lighter with lots of curved lines that evoke the softness of the lace, flowers, and feathers. The skull occupies the center of the etching with the head tilted a bit to its right. The mouth is slightly opened and appears to be in a smile. There are no canines, so all the teeth are smooth. The shadows of the eye sockets are two vertical ovals with the tops slanted inwards and slight interruptions of light at the bottom of the shadows give the impression of eyes. Additionally, there, is, there are linear shadows at the top of the eye sockets that almost resemble eyebrows. The neck bones lean forward, and in contrast to the relatively accurate detailing of the skull, the rest of the bones are mostly outlines with only passing accuracy. There are decorative bows at the temples and just posterior to the skull, that seem to just suggest hair decorations, though of course, there's no hair. In the background, below the hat, there seems to be clouds of dust. The print is only just bigger than four by six inches, so only a tad larger than an index card. Some thoughts on calaveras. Calavera is the Spanish word for skull, but also refers to the entire skeleton. Calaveras are most known for their association with the Mexican holiday of the Day of the Dead, where communities celebrate their deceased ancestors with brightly decorated sugar skulls and skeletal face paint. For a variety of reasons, calaveras have become a national symbol for Mexico. Posada is heralded as the father of these iconic skulls. However, the importance of skeletal images stretches back to pre-Columbian values. For example, in episode 27, we heard King Coyotl's dramatic contemplation of the bones of past rulers. Additionally, many Mesoamerican cultures constructed walls or racks made out of sacrificial skulls called sopromatli, 
At least part of this reverence of the bones comes from the creation myth where the god Quetzalcoatl stole the bones of a failed version of humanity from the underworld in order to make the current humans. In this view, like with the biblical Eve, our origins are osseous. As with Netzalcoyotl's poem, the calaveras are a form of memento mori, or reminder of death. Even during Posada's time, skeletal figures were commonly used by other artists for satirical purposes. Nevertheless, Posada's version of the calaveras has shaped much of the impression of the contemporary look. While Calavera Katrina is Posada's most famous drawing, his urv is a cemetery full of skeletons that capture the daily experiences and news of his day. One print has them showing off the novelty of bicycles, while another, they're in the recently installed electric trolleys, and in yet another, they're at a dance. Additionally, anyone and everyone could be a Calavera, from literary figures like Don Quixote to revolutionary heroes like Emiliano Zapata, to the main newspaper presses of Mexico City, to ordinary citizens making dinner. In this way, there is an egalitarianism to Posada's Calaveras, which is one of the reasons for their national appeal. Another reason for Posada's popularity is that the Mexican muralist of the early 1900s, including Diego Rivera and Jose Clemente Orozco, idolized him as inspiration for their work, cultivating a sense of Mexican identity apart from the European bourgeois influences. Dream of a Sunday Afternoon in Almeida Park is one of Rivera's most famous murals that depicts a gathering of Mexico's key historic figures, and Calavera Katrina is the central figure holding hands with Posada himself. This episode is brought to you by Bones. While insects and worms are doing fine without them, where would you be without Bones? They keep you standing under pressure and give you a shoulder to cry on. And far from a prison, the rib cage is cardioprotective, and the skull is the OG helmet. What's more, they make your life blood and let you hear whispers. Let's hear it for Bones. Some thoughts on Katrina. As with Posada's other prints, Calavera Katrina was published in broadsides, or large sheets of newsprint featuring the human interest stories of the day, as well as opinion pieces. The primary audience for these printings was mostly illiterate, so the accompanying images were vitally important to conveying the message. Some of Posada's drawings were specific for the story at hand, such as a murder or political event, while others were more generic and used for a variety of articles along a similar theme. Calavera Katrina was one of the latter and was featured in several satirical pieces. One criticizes garbanzo bean vendors as this legume came from Spain and was not native to Mexico. And another parodies the adoption of the short flapper hairstyle from the U.S., in the context of these publications, the portrait is a critique of valuing foreign trends. So in this light, the Katrina is the exact opposite of Rivera's national figure as she tries on the customs of other cultures. 
The ability for Posada's print to make such a 180-degree turn speaks to the strength of his art. After all, the ability to accompany a variety of stories was a key value for the prints used in the broadsides. The contrasting perspectives also prompts us to take a close viewing of the image to construct our own meaning independent of these prior uses. Calavera Katrina is a wonderful example of a memento mori. While the skeleton is rather on the nose, the flowers on the hat will also fade, and our allusions to the Vanitas paintings or the Dutch still life paintings with displays of wealth and beauty alongside symbols of decay. Similarly, the dust in the background evokes the biblical line, For you are dust, and to dust you shall return. What's more, the original printings of Katrina were on the ephemeral broadsheets destined for the wastebasket, and the ones that have survived are sick with jaundice. The hat would fit in at the Kentucky Derby and is an example of the style that was popular in Europe at the time. Its wide brim and overhanging lace provided protection from the sun to help keep the skin as light as possible. So the connection with European high society is fitting. And there is an irony in the bleached skeleton needing the shade, as well as the balding skull having floating hair decorations. So the use of Katrina as a parody of the foreign fashions of the day in the original broadsides was actually quite fitting. Posada's Calaveras frequently show off the attire of his time, especially hats, from Katrina's fascinator to sombreros to top hats to military caps. This is actually quite different from other skeletal images. Most of the Halloween skeletons in the United States are bare, and the Grim Reaper's black gown is more reminiscent of a shroud than something you would actually wear. This is similar to the dance macabre images of the Middle Ages, where skeletons danced in literal shrouds if they wore anything at all. The use of the current fashion makes his calaveras much less symbolic and much more familiar and human. They are not just abstract personifications of death. They are death who likes to look good. Whether it is twirling their dresses at the dance, or decked out in a suit, or riding around in pantalones de charro, or the cowboy pants so iconic in mariachi bands. Supporting this, the name Katrina is the female version of Katrine, which means dandy. Along these lines, there is an almost inexplicable joy to Katrina, which is a key feature of Posada's other skeletons as well. Part of this comes from the way her open mouth, viewed at a slight angle, seems so much like a smile. The absence of canine teeth supports this impression and is the opposite of Dracula's overemphasized fangs. In contrast, Rivera's version of Katrina is viewed directly and does have canines and is not nearly as friendly. Additionally, the shape and shading of the orbital bones gives the impression of a smile as well. While anatomically incorrect, Posada makes the ovals of the eye sockets more vertical than horizontal, and most of his other calaveras do have the more accurate orientation, and I am convinced that this makes her more welcoming, as if she has opened her eyes wide with excitement. So while there is humor in Katrina's get-up, she seems to be having a blast, 
and this enthusiasm is contagious, which is perhaps why so many dress up as her for the Day of the Dead festivities. Katrina, with her simultaneous vibrancy and irony, which are largely attributes from Posada, is a humanizing of death, in stark contrast to the menace and otherness of the Grim Reaper, vampires, and zombies of Halloween. Calavera Katrina by Jose Guadalupe Posada was published around 1910 and is now part of public domain. You can find show notes for this episode at anauscultation.wordpress.com and you can send comments, suggestions, and questions to the Twitter handle at anauscultation or to the email anauscultation at gmail.com. Auscultation is produced and recorded on the ancestral home of the Ute, Cheyenne, and Arapaho peoples. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, follow, or share to help others find out about us too. Until next month, be kind and live the questions.